1: Against Gill, a crowd on its feet. Allen for the
0: win! Welcome to the Sneaker yeah! History Podcast. What up, what up? Welcome back to the Sneaker History Podcast. My name's Nick Kingball. Got my guy Mike Gillery with me. Going to ro- roll a two-person show today. Um, yeah, got an interesting topic, but ha- how's life, Mike? Are you surviving the snow and uh, s- snow and beach weather all in one week down there? Oh, I man, we thought, I don't know what was going on. But
1: I'll take it. We're just hoping that all these pipes keep calm because not everything's water start flowing. But since they're like deep in places, they still are cold. There's a possibility of things still blowing up like pipes wise. So fingers crossed. We don't have any issues there.
0: Yeah, man, I, I, uh, I don't envy you at all. That's (laughs) like, like living in, living in Colorado and Detroit and. Yeah. Even even in New York, when I was in New York, there was people in the neighborhood had pipes break. Thankfully, cross my fingers, all that stuff. I don't have to deal with that, but yeah. it's uh it's, it's it's not a fun thing to deal with. It's crazy <laughs> how that's been handled by everyone though. Like I, mm. I I've been so disappointed by so many things, <laughs> politically, right? And like to see all of the stupidity that's gone on with that.
1: Oh, it's fantastic how realize, bad it is like,
0: like, I understand the not wanting to have the, the federal government involved in your stuff, right? And mm-hmm. the government and whatever. Like, I get that concept. But these are the types of things that you see and you're just like, this is why you need that backup plan, right? Like, mm-hmm. this is why the government has to exist to do something. Yeah. No matter how much you think, you know, you might think that it that it could be run as a business and blah, blah, blah. It's like, that's, I just don't see how that well, Works.
1: Texas is like a fifteen-year-old kid who's like, you know what, mom and dad, I don't need you. They go somewhere, get in a wreck. Ah, what do I do? I don't understand what to do now. Ah, I need to call somebody.
0: <laughs> yeah, yep, yeah, exactly. That's a great analogy. I mean, and and I think like. We've all been there. We all we've all been on. I mean, we've all been there on both sides of that, right? We either we either been there when a sibling or 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 you know somebody else we know was dealing with it. We also been there, like, yeah, man, I I made it. I, no, that's made me. A <laughs> I'm backtrack a little bit, get some help, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Uh, but hey, at least yeah. at least now, uh, hopefully, we're moving past it, right? I I didn't see any. Like crazy, crazy storms in the future for you. So
1: no, I think we're good, as you know, right now. I mean it's telling the winter we're going into March next week. I'm hoping that we're just we're good now. Now hurricanes again. yay <laughs>
0: yeah, man, it's crazy. Cause I, it's funny. Cause like when I, you know, when I've moved around a lot, right, and everybody's like afraid of earthquakes. Like if you, you know, I mean now fires too. Yeah, they're burning year round instead of just in a certain season. Mm -hmm. But earthquakes are always the thing that people are like, Man, I don't know how you could handle it. Don't get me wrong, earthquakes not fun. (laughs) But I would happily trade 20 seconds of the ground shaking for like a weekend (laughs) or longer of a hurricane, you know, hitting you like the way it does Florida, Texas, Uh all those places. I mean Yeah. I, I, I just like Give me all the intensity and, and the short kick yeah. and, and, like, l- l- let me live my Especially life. basically
1: like, let me take a shot of the strongest liquor you have. or well, let me just keep pounding it for a week and a half straight. Let's see what happens. Like, no, I just give me the shot of the worst yeah. thing you got, and I'm done. Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't want it. I don't want it. Oh, man. Well, uh, what have you been rocking? What are you copping this week? Oh, man.
1: man. So, for rocking, zero hype here, but a gazillion percent comfort because it's mainly been – you know, grocery store, walking dog, kind of kind of week. Presto, React. This I, I forgot this shoe really was like kind of like really popular when it released, but it immediately was kind of gone. It was on like that finish line 45, 49 dollar rack, and I don't know, super yeah. comfortable. Uh for it's one of those things I dug out the closet, like man, I need to wear these some more. And dude, I, I recommend it. If you find it for cheap, grab it. But when it comes to copping, I've been uh I think I'm gonna take, you know, you know, Chris or Nightwings route here lately because I've been just super disappointed about the competitors I have of getting like certain things. And I've been kind of looking for pass items that uh passing I just kinda of missed that on, but for good price, I don't want to spend an arm and a leg, and I'm really kind of uh pondering of I, I think I'm gonna pull the trigger getting the uh King's Throne LeBron sixteen from the uh was at the right. uh, second uh, LeBron watch because I'm not gonna get any new ones. It's just not happening. We just know that we know the luck already. So I want to just kind of create my own luck and just get the things I know I can actually control for decent prices.
0: Yeah, man, I feel you on that. I, uh, I'm, I'm kind of well. I'm kind of on the opposite side of that this week because my cop is. Uh, I'm really hoping to get those ready-made Blazers, which are just yeah, super us. bizarre, like out there. But also, I will have no chance; it will be sold out. Like it's sold out now. You know. I'm not gonna pay. Yeah, it's sold out <laughs> now. Basically, I mean, I saw like on like I forget if it was StockX or Goat, but like I looked up prices just to see, and it's like mm-hmm. anywhere from 600 to 700 bucks already. And I'm just like, no, okay, thank you. great. That's not happening. No. Everybody's gonna get it and try to try to resell it. So. I don't know maybe maybe it'll work but rocking, I I I chose comfort but I went a little old school Puma R698 yeah this is one of my favorite just kind of um general runners this is a a super dope shoe I'll link to it somewhere in the description um you can always get links to the description in the description to like the stuff we're rocking and copping so you can see it Mm -hmm. um if we're not showing it to you but the Puma R698 Man, every once in a while, you can pick them up on like eBay or or discount sites for like thirty, forty bucks mm-hmm. shipped. It's a it's a it's a super dope shoe, super comfortable for that. It's Like, I would say it's it's right up there with like an Air Max One, Air Max Ninety in terms of comfort, but it's just mm-hmm. not a it's not a hyped up shoe, so nobody's really paying attention to it to that extent. Yeah. So that was that was what I was rocking today. Good shoe. Um,
1: Good. Yeah, shoe. yeah.
0: I'm. It's it's one of my favorites. I think. You know, it's, it's got the 90s vibes with the pink hit and mm-hmm. like, the, the you know, splatter print, all that.
1: Stuff. Oh, dude, it's straight Tech challenge almost.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but so I wanted to also say, like, you could kind of see all this goodies. I mean, yeah. my place is a mess because I'm actually about to redo the whole thing. This whole side of the room is literally stacked up both sides. Stuff's just stacked up. <laughs> but, um, so you can see all, this, all these goodies behind us. We're doing a giveaway on our Patreon slash Discord can check it out at patreon.com slash sneaker history we're going to do uh, monthly giveaways couple pairs of shoes got some sneaker thrown uh display cases drop side display cases uh I found a uh Jordan 11 Concords know your roots t-shirt that I have left over so and a bunch of other random stuff but if you're interested definitely check it out um I think it's going to be super fun we're also starting trivia nights in the next few weeks which is going to be a blast yeah. uh Ron shout out to Greg taylor for helping me put all this together the community is is growing and we're having a lot of fun with it so i hope you guys at least and check it out um, over at patreon.com slash patreon.com slash sneaker (laughs) history um so normally we'd read a review "Ah, i can't talk tonight man review right now but we don't have any new ones so if you have a moment to head over to apple podcasts and leave us a review that would be super appreciated yes Um, yes all right so i i i think we could probably just jump straight into oh yeah the main topic right okay so as mike and i were talking about what to discuss on this episode basically decided that you know this whole Kanye West and Kim Kardashian divorce thing is an interesting topic because I think that Kanye is going to have a hard time selling as many shoes as he's been selling. And I don't think that's going to happen overnight. I think that that's going to happen over let's say the course of a couple of years. Yeah. And I don't think that the sneakerheads care about Kanye and Kim, right? Most people just like mm-hmm. to hate. So I understand that, (laughs) but I think that just in sheer volume and reach the Kardashian clan (sighs) as a whole has ridiculous amounts of followers. So we just quickly looked at Instagram. Um, you know, you could look at all the other platforms, but Mm -hmm. let's, let's just look at like Instagram, Facebook, right? Like I think, um, Kanye has like 5 million on Instagram. He obviously hasn't been on Instagram the whole time, and he's been off and on that. He's kept his Twitter account alive for, you know, for the most part. Mm-hmm. He's got about 30 million, I think, on there. Kim Kardashian has – let me make sure that I'm getting this right. Uh, Kim Kardashian you. has 69 million followers on Twitter alone and 206 million on Instagram. Now, if you just take – I can't remember all the names – Kim <laughs> – Kylie, Kendall, and the others,
1: just the sisters, all of them.
0: <laughs> they have 818 million followers on Instagram. That is just insane. So like the fact that all those people are nor- are normally supporting, pushing out the new user releases, I just think that just the volume of it is, is going to impact the, the business If it didn't, why would any brand ever pay an influencer to speak about a new release, right? Yeah. Man, I don't know, man. What do you think? I'll let let you roll with it for a minute here.
1: Yeah, because no, like when when you first mentioned it, Nick, I was like, oh, I don't think so. Then we start talking about the numbers like, oh, crap, you're right. Because I was in that category of just, oh, sneakerhead, I don't give a crap about what the Kardashian people are doing because I don't follow them. So, but it is a good point because anytime something releases, uh, Kanye uh, Kanye's new sneaker, the families in in the sneaker, uh, and with that you're gonna get you got two like say 800 million followers. You know, barring any overlap, whatever. But those people who are probably just a casual, just more a fan, they like oh I buy shoes if they're trendy and like cool because I guess the person who's gonna follow them is gonna be more into like a trendy fashion. And if they're following them with, oh, this is, they're wearing this, they're wearing that, and they see Yeezy's like, oh, cool, I'm going to go to, oh, where can I get it? Adidas? Oh, great. I'm going to go on that website and be part of the whatever raffle, so on and so forth. So I think, Nick, you make a good point after sitting here just kind of looking at it from a, uh, I guess, a macro view as opposed to my micro little view of this is my little segment I like to live in. Um, yeah, man. I I hope I hope it doesn't. I mean, I don't. I would hate to see a, a sneaker brand. I don't think he'll ever go under. I think he would still be around. But I would hate to see it just diminish in in value. I, I guess I don't know if the value is the right word. But the the perception of it go to pieces because of a influencer family. Because I, I honestly, like, I'm not trying to be funny. I don't know what they do. I know they, they're rich. They put things on. They get paid to put those things on. And so I think they're, like, the first family of influencers. Like, that's kind of seems like where – like the real term came from, because people will trip, stumble, and fall to get them in something so they can push that product. Um I was joking. I was like, well, I guess, you know, Travis Scott just kind of hangs around and like, hey, I'm not going to cause too much trouble, but I need you to wear this Jordan collab because I need that extra, oh, uh. because guarantee, I guess he's coming out with a seltzer now, like an alcoholic seltzer. We can bet money right now that you're gonna see at least one of those sisters, you know, popping a can of that on Instagram whenever it releases and oh look, we have, you know, these things selling out. And I'm like, who's buying them? Because you have it if, if these things are selling out like crazy, I know underage people buying them because you have <laughs> there's no way in the world.
0: <laughs> I mean, so I think that I think that's natural though, right? Like I, I think like if my mm-hmm group of friends if we lived close to each other right like if if we had our own Mm -hmm. stuff coming out i I mean i send you guys sneaker history t-shirts like i anything we do for sneaker history i i get you guys involved i try to get the community involved with the discord because Mm -hmm. that's the way that we're gonna support each other and grow this stuff but i think that definitely when you're playing on that level you know I mean, they could even do brand deals with those brands, but they can all afford to pay each other that money too, if they wanted to go that route, right? I think it's just natural to be like, look, these are the people that I hang out with and live with and, you know, socialize with, and they just happen to be super famous too, right? Like, that's the crazy part about that Mm -hmm. whole family is like, not not only is it just them too, right? Like the other thing that's really interesting about the way Like the Kardashian, uh, this works for a a lot of people that have massive groups of famous people, right? You see it on a smaller level with like gamer teams, um, you know, like with Mm -hmm. certain, you know, like I would say influencer celebrity type people where their fan pages also have millions and millions of followers. So like, I just searched for for you know, Kardashian, um, on Instagram, like fan page, and it's like you've got you know, you've got the Keeping Up With The Kardashians fan or actual page is almost mm-hmm. 3.5 million or whatever followers just for the show. Then you've got Kardashian clips, Kardashian videos, all these like fan pages that are also in the two to three million followers. But then you've got like, like Dash Kids, which is the Kardashian Jenner Kids, 428,000 followers. So, like, the amount of people that just naturally we'll see all of these different people talking about the Kardashians is also what makes them so like valuable in terms of the like influence that they actually have. And like you could debate whether they're legit or whether they do nothing or whatever. Like I personally think that they actually have a lot of business like success, right? Like granted, like, yes, you have like, you know, there's, the argument of all, oh, they don't do anything and they just post, you know, themselves doing all this stuff. But like, that's basically what you and I do when we put a sneaker on YouTube and talk about it. It's just that mm-hmm. they happen yeah. to have, you know, millions and billions of dollars behind them and all their <laughs> billionaire follower friends do the same thing. Right. So it's like, it's just a really interesting thing to think about. And I, and I think like, I think the other part of it is like, the one thing that I have always wondered about Kanye's like, you know, I, I don't want to use the term bipolar in like an attack on that. If that is his
1: yeah. sickness.
0: Cause I think that a lot of us have those tendencies, myself included to go back and forth mm. and like you hit me on one day and I'll be a hundred percent good feeling like I'm on top of the world. And the next day I might not want to even get out of bed. And yeah. the challenge with, with that, And the challenge, like for me, just relating to my life is, is constantly putting yourself out there and pushing yourself to do more and more, right? Like I started doing Mm -hmm. that, like, uh, do cool shit, you know, YouTube series on the channel. And like, it's been tough. Like there's been days where I've just been like, I can't do this today. I need to take a break from it because I'm doing other things. There's also been days where like this last week I did it and I'm like, I did not feel like doing it. I didn't feel like dealing with it at all. But I'm like, look, I got to mm-hmm. keep myself pushing forward with this because at the end of the day, I want to do more of this stuff. I want to eventually, you know, turn this podcast in a way for us to kind of create a living for ourselves. I think that we I think we have a good thing going. And I think like that's a part of yeah. me trying to grow these things. But at the same time, you know, looking at Kanye. Seeing the way he the perception for me is a as a, you know, a, I, I say a fan very loosely because it's been a while since I've been truly a fan of Kanye but like <laughs> I I I watch what he does and I just think okay can can he ever have people around him that encourage him to like participate in the internet culture the way that say an Elon Musk does right because yeah. Elon Musk is is incredibly savvy as a business person obviously otherwise he wouldn't have gotten to where he's at financially but he's also mm-hmm. just internet savvy. And I think that if you have those types of abilities as a celebrity, as an athlete, as a, you know, influencer, or YouTuber, whatever it is, the more you can play those games, the better off you're going to be because everybody likes to see the fun that can be had with it. Right. And mm-hmm. the one thing that's always been tough with Kanye is like, he doesn't want to let his guard down. He doesn't want to show those things. You know, he doesn't want to compromise from who he is, which, you know, from what I saw on like the search is like, that seems to be the reason that they're getting a divorce because he doesn't want to compromise. And like, I I mean, to me, it's just like, well, how do you get that? So I have to like, you know, in full transparency, actually Brandon Edler just posted it. So like five, I think five years ago, six years ago today, excuse me, I got to meet Kanye and just in passing, you know, but like Wex hooked it up, told me told us to, to to come out into the hallway. They were having a meeting while we were filming in another room. And like I came out oh, just hooked, you know, shook his hand, told him thanks for what he was doing because we were launching Yeezys at um I think we were we were doing some some content around the Yeezys around the first seven fifty launch for Adidas. And
1: oh, nice, he was nice, super,
0: nice. super humble, super, super like nice, right? And I think that's yeah. the crazy part is like having to you know having to see like have my experience with him this is after he's you know gone from nike come to adidas hasn't really gone down the like the the you know the, the like mental health struggles that
1: have now yeah been at least they weren't I, public at that point yeah.
0: and so yeah. it's like okay like you know my experience is still like i i i am the the fan that is you know i miss the old kanye right like that is me as a man yeah. because i felt like there was so much speaking his truth and value to it and the more he grew he got into this point of where he's almost like you want the flamboyant like swag aspect of it but you also want the truth behind mm-hmm. it and he got to a point where it seemed like he never let down let his guard down right and Or he would just, he would get to a certain point kind of like that, you know, the Sway uh, interview where he was just like, he hits a certain point and he can't go back down below it, right? Yeah. And I I do that too. Like, I'm very much like, I'm very calm when you see me here, but I can definitely get very overheated very quickly and it's really hard for me to, like, check myself and get back into it. So, like, I've found ways to deal with that, like, whether that's going for a walk or calling somebody i need to talk to or you know going for a run or you know god forbid punching the wall or something like it's just <laughs> ways that i and like okay 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 i gotta come back into like my own self right but then with kanye it's been a long time mm-hmm. since we've seen that from him so i wonder you yeah. know i wonder where he's at with it and then like thinking the other thing uh, actually i'm gonna toss it to you and i'll bring it up in, in a minute but I want to know like what you think about how like do you think Kanye and social media like needs to happen in a way that like we look at social media or do you think like it just could work the TMZ style clips of him where everybody else is posting is enough for him to kind of still be this like massive presence.
1: I think he's going to have to find a way to come back into his own. Not in the sense of, again, never want to downplay if something is, you know, actually he's battling something. So everyone has their own, you know, demons they're trying to figure out. And so, you know, all all do wish the best for him. I don't ever want to push anybody to say, oh, you have to do it because it's the only way you can sell. But I would like to see him come back in a sense of maybe not, you know, you don't to, I know people like to see the personal life stuff, but maybe not. Maybe it's just. Kind of like day in the life at the, you know, Yeezy factory, day in the life on the ranch, you know, maybe just showing back when it used to be like, uh, what was it Good Fridays? Like, give us some more clips of music, you know, just things like that, just to kind of let people in like, hey, this is what I'm doing. And I know something because you really mentioned now he's very like guarded. He's not going to really, he, when he talks about what he's going through, he's really almost boastful about it. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's the right term, but it kind of almost is when you listen to those interviews. But if he would have when he has those moments, maybe circle back to hey, give give us like a personal moment, like hey, look, this is what's happening, this is what I'm going through right now. No one's asking for apologies because I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, you are who you are. You don't have to apologize for every little every little thing. I mean, it just kind of seems kind of redundant at a certain point. But yes, in in uh in in a short word, yes, he has to get back out there. Uh, in the public because he's he's not he's become kind of a reclusive um you know almost like one of those genius like those people like very smart people who are just like they, they they don't know what to do with it it's like i'm so so smart i can't figure out even how to have basic human interaction but when you look at things like the closest i saw to like a normal Kanye was when I I can't remember I guess it was during kind of like the fallout of everything where there was like oh they're trying to send doctors out here to come get me is when Dave Chappelle went out there, yeah Dave yeah. Chappelle like that's his boy from years you watched the Chappelle show like him and Common were always on there doing stuff and he was just out there just being normal like like being funny like hey tell us a joke tell us a joke like stuff like that and I think that's more more people want to see they can relate to him more as Maybe not the old Kanye because people evolved to something different, yeah. but give us some remnants of what they remember. Like, oh, he was, you know, Kanye was a like fun guy. Like he was used to be. He always was like bright with the colors and things like that. Like, I think if he goes to like show those kinds of things and like maybe break down his design process, just humanize himself a little bit. I think that would help in this, I guess, transition of of audience.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting because i you know i also um i'm not a fan of like people having to do things like that right like i yeah i definitely disconnect from my phone from social all of it right like i do it mm-hmm. pretty frequently you know it, it's nothing against anybody that's texting or commenting or, or whatever but like i just am on it so much across multiple accounts managing other people's stuff managing our stuff my own stuff it's that I lot. just have to not look at the internet sometimes because it's it's exhausting. So to mm-hmm. I can't imagine doing it when you have millions of people following. Um but I think too the other interesting thing is the the natural rebuttal to meet my stance on this, I think for most people listening is going to be something along the lines of like Kanye also has this big network, right? Mm-hmm. And he absolutely does. He, he, as you said, like Dave Chappelle, Common, like Pusha T is always a big supporter. Mm-hmm. Pharrell seems to be a big supporter still. Yep. Um, obviously, you know, his relationship so, with guys like Virgil with, um,
1: you know. Still got Wex. Wex still a huge supporter of yeah, him, even though
0: he's not at Adidas. Adidas. D- Don C, um, mm-hmm. you know, like. Jerry. Joel. Yeah, all, all, the, all these people that have kind of grew up, or not grew up, but like come up with Kanye or, or around Kanye for the last 5-10 years they mm-hmm. all obviously are really influential people but like the largest in terms of numbers I think is Virgil Abloh Yeah, and, yeah. and Virgil this sounds crazy to say but he only has 5.8 million followers on Instagram so That's comparatively insane. he's just a touch over Kanye on Instagram but like he is he's one of the people that I think gives more transparency into who he is. He's almost, mm-hmm. he's almost actually taken Kanye's formula and just like stuck to it and applied it. Right. Like I think back mm-hmm. to like, um you know, back in the day, Kanye, I think Kanye had a blog on like honey Yee or something. And then he started con uh, what was it? Kanye universe city.
1: Oh, uh, uh, about- I- I've got vaguely remember that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And like, Virgil kind of does that now you get to see his inspiration and you get to see all the interesting things that he looks at and is pulling from. Um, but you know, like, I don't know if that's right or wrong. Like that's something that I like. That's what I love about the internet yeah. is being able to pull random things and share it. But at the same time, like, you know, not everybody's necessarily cut out for that kind of thing, but that also makes me think, and, and if you would have asked me this even, like, a couple of years ago, I would have just thought you were being an idiot. But is Virgil Abloh, like, more important, more influential than Kanye now?
1: Um, I'm going to say n- no. Not in the sense of what he do- does is not important, no. But not by any means because him being at Louis Vuitton, him having probably the most – uh influential Nike collaboration possibly like it's up for discussion but i think it's in that in in that talk i would like to say that if it wasn't for Kanye that these guys probably wouldn't be in these positions not because not any lack of their own talent because they're all super talented virgil's super talented but it was nike taking a chance on kanye seeing exactly what he can do with them holding the reins basically then seeing when he left he got his reigns back at Adidas and holy crap, this became a phenomenon all over again. So with Kanye believing the blueprint, I think he would be more influential just for that reason alone. And I would I'm I'm open to say, hey, I'm wrong about that, or even go to the other side, because I can see the other side of the argument as well. But if you just look at it from ground up, I feel like the foundation was there from Kanye to do that because he's the first one going out there, you know, Louis Vuitton collaborations bape collaborations. I mean, that was more of a hip-hop thing to begin with, but he was just kind of taking everything. and He found a home at Nike for a while, and boom, some of the most coveted sneakers in the world. And he even went... Didn't he intern at Louis Vuitton or something? Was it him and Virgil? Kanye? I can't remember. Yeah, didn't he actually intern somewhere? Like, what did he learn?
0: I don't remember specifically that, but I mean, Kanye obviously, you know had his own Louis Vuitton line too. So like, that's another Mm -hmm. interesting, uh, you know, the way I look at it is Kanye probably would have had the opportunity to do exactly what Virgil's doing right now, if he wanted to, but he wanted Mm -hmm. to have Kanye West, you know, ex Louis Vuitton collaboration. So, you know, I think it's a different choice in the direction that you're trying to go. Like, you know both of them are completely groundbreaking, right? Like to think of somebody mm-hmm. like Virgil as creative director of Louis Vuitton is bananas. Like if you would have yeah. said that 10 years ago to anyone, you know, you like, nah. would have just been like no way, right? Even yeah. Kanye 10 years ago, people would have been like there's no way, right? Because mm-hmm. Kanye I mean he raps about it, he talks about it all the time, right? Like the the reason why Adidas is the part the best partner for him is because they give him so much freedom. And yeah like big fashion houses can't take that risk. And, you know, when you, when you see, like when you see Kanye lash out in like the Sway interview or something like that Mm -hmm. as a brand that's hundred or hundreds of years old, like Louis Vuitton, you can't possibly take the risk to give that person complete control over what they do with your product and your name with Virgil. Yeah, you might be a safer bet in a sense because he's not as, like, strong wind, strong-minded. You know, stubborn in his kind of like approach to things, or at least, yeah, a public pers persona. Perspective.
1: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. A public, yeah, a public persona.
0: Like he obviously has his own design stuff, right? Like the quotation mm-hmm. marks and off-white is a formula that he's stuck to for however long it's been now. It seems like yeah, forever, but. Um, I actually think that I actually think that, you know, aside from Kanye's, um, you know, just probably the, the, the sheer number of shoes that he sold for Adidas, Mm -hmm. easy, whatever. I actually think that generally speaking, Virgil's work and collaborations Mm -hmm. is more generally accepted and popular with a a wider audience than kanye's that's i think the weirdest part about the whole thing right like not to be like the person that's like what would have happened if but like kanye moved to a completely different space right and like i almost think that even where he's gone right think of like jerry lorenzo right Kanye went a little bit further with the Yeezy stuff, the Yeezy line of, of apparel yeah. fashion, right? Went a little more out of the comfort zone where, uh, where Jerry Lorenzo's Fear of God, still expensive, but brings it back in a little bit where it's like, oh, that's wearable for the average consumer. Where Kanye's yeah. stuff is like, do I want to pay, you know, and I'm, I'm just generalizing, but do I want to pay? seven hundred dollars for a crew neck with cut off sleeves like that's hard to do now if it's a nice finish and all that stuff and it looks a little bit closer to the norm then i think jerry lorenzo and fear of god can get away with it which is really interesting because it's almost like all the people that surround him just didn't go quite as far as as he did in terms of like the kind of pushing the envelope. I don't know if that's the right term, but
1: yeah, I mean, if you look at, so actually, this is before I was really like new, like the Kanye family tree, basically, Uh, when it came to the Yeezus tour, like merch, I think Jerry Lorenzo actually designed a lot of it. So I had never bought anything fear of God before, Uh, just before I knew what it was. And I looked at my closet, I bought this this Jesus shirt a while back, and I was looking at it, like, and I, I was just looking at something on Jay Lorenzo, and I was he was saying something about it. I was looking at his design. I'm like, wait, what? And I went back. It was actually one of his designs, and it was just weird. I'm like, wow, like he he you're right. He took whatever like Kanye was doing because that's what he was helping him design that line at that point, and he just took it to a point. Was like, all right, we're gonna here's like Kanye's past this line over here into like some different territory of like trying to be high fashion uh but almost kind of being like um I don't know almost like sarcastic I feel like his clothes are almost sarcastic like hey I'm so high fashion I look like a hobo <laughs> like it's just kind of you know remember Zoolander like Derrida leaked where everyone was looked like they were off the streets. That's what it reminds me of. And but Jerry Lorenzo's able to hey let's taper it up a little bit. Still make it baggy whatever still like the long long him t-shirts you know, baggy pants, you know, everything kind of big, but he was able to get these partnerships of like NBA, you know, of course he worked with Nike for a while, but he was able to pack sun where he was like, you know what, let's take it mainstream. And that's, I think that's what Kanye didn't do at first. He kept it in his little easy supply bubble, which made it hard to get or random places in like California or, you know, or New York that these like Barney esque type stores that people don't have a lot of access to. And it just made it harder for people to accept it. If it's widely available, it's easier for someone to accept something. Like, 350s are accepted by everybody. You see from a kid to us to someone's, my grandfather, wearing 350s in the streets. Because it's just, at this point, widely accepted because it's widely available. And I think that's kind of what it is. He wanted to be such, he's like, you know what? If I can't be, like, the head of this brand, I want to try to beat them. He, it seemed like he respected everyone who taught him something, in those high fashion brands. But because they wouldn't let him have... The basically the keys to the castle. He's like, I'm gonna try to beat you at your own game. And it just, I mean, you see kids wearing it. I don't, I honestly, I don't see, when I say this, it sounds awful because I'm not trying to like down anybody, but I don't see a, a, a real adult wearing Gigi's clothes if they're not easy. You know that, you know what I'm trying to say?
0: Yeah, it's almost like Justin Bieber or nothing, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, not saying he's not a grown up, but I'm just like, he he's not doing a normal, I don't see anybody working a normal nine to five, even if they make six figures going by it, because it's like, well, it's just not something I'm going to wear on a daily basis, but Bieber's out there just, he's a, he's a celebrity, so it's like, oh, if I get caught on camera, I'd love for them to see me in XYZ clothing, you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, its it's really interesting, too, because I just, I feel like there's so many spin-offs of what Kanye could have been in terms of the collaborations mm-hmm. and the and the you know the other creatives. Um like Virgil is like the the top of that list I think just because he's found the most success. Mm-hmm. But like you know yeah. like all these guys that that are in this circle that have been doing stuff like they they were able to make something really good out of the relationship with him. And and I think that yeah. although Although they all, you know, are very respectful and cr- give credit to Kanye, the downside is that they all have their own brands, right? They all have their own collaborations. Mm-hmm. There's so many of these guys that have, have done work for Kanye and then gone on to start their own, you know, mm-hmm. brand. And m- most of them have, you know, Nike collabs. I mean, obviously Jerry's with Adidas now, but like they all, they all have like built up their own brands in ways that, are really just a direct comp- competition to Kanye and what he does now, right? And I think that's why going back mm-hmm. to like the Kardashians and that conversation the cool thing for Kanye is that like, you know, uh Scott Disick and um Rob Kardashian are not yeah. fashion people, right? They're not making their own brands. I mean, maybe yeah. maybe they do, I'm not, but they're not like high level fashion I don't people, know. right? They're not like doing collaborations with Nike or Adidas. So they're not really competing. And the rest of the family is supportive of Kanye because Mm -hmm. they're selling more women's stuff. So like, and I know Yeezy Mm -hmm. make, you know, Yeezy has women's stuff too, but like the focus for Kanye's stuff is primarily guys, right? Like it's, it's. You know, a yeah, huge percentage of his business is selling guys,
1: and it's all streetwear. It's nothing formal. Nothing like the the women are like they're really doing like higher fashion, like dresses and real yeah traditional female wear as opposed to Kanye's kind of like he, he's not infringing on their their turf basically. Yeah,
0: and even when he does like you know he does heels and some some women's boots and stuff like even that stuff is like mm-hmm. more an accessory to what they're doing. Which is really mm-hmm. kind of fascinating because, like, he kind of had this perfect little scenario of, like, look, here's literally almost a billion followers, or probably over a billion followers across the, the, the family and all the other subsidiaries yeah. that are almost always going to talk about the easy release when the newest model comes out. Maybe not every colorway, but really, like, puts it on a map when, especially, like, a shoe like the 450 comes out. And it's <laughs> like, like, what the hell is that? Right? Like, that's the question for most consumers. Well, guess what? They learned it because one of the Kardashians wears it casually, you know, to the gym mm-hmm. or in a photo shoot or whatever. And now all of a sudden, people have a, a you know, like, what's that shoe? Yeah, people have somebody to say this is no. what it is, where like, you don't have to be a sneaker consumer to to be to get that information, right? Like, you could be a casual sneaker mm-hmm. buyer, buy a shoe once every few months or once a year. And you'll still get that information because yep. they have just such a massive reach, which to me is just like super bananas to think. And I mean, I don't know if it's good or bad. Like, I don't know if, you know, you know, I I don't wish bad things on anyone. I hope that all of them continue to find crazy success like they have. But I can't help but wonder, like, what this all means for like yeezy and the brand and and him as a person moving forward to you know i don't know make up that difference right because i mean you just can't even fathom that number of people a billion like let's say half of them let's say half of them are fake that's still 500 million people that are seeing your stuff
1: yeah, there's still more followers than not at that point. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter if are fake or not at that point because the exposure, because maybe it is a fake bot run account but still just reposting stuff. Yeah. You know, that's gonna and and the thing is, if we're gonna go down like just this quick second, this little rabbit hole, but a lot of people who aren't on these social media sites, they don't vet the people that follow them because they're like, Ooh, just a new follower. Like I know probably you I, Robbie and Ro, we're just more like, Hey, is this even real? Then we'll you know, delete it if it's not just because we want, to, we want to make sure we have a true number when we go talk to people about things. Um, but casual person who just wants to be popular is going to say, yes, new account. Even though it's super bot looking, they'll just feed into whatever it is and maybe just pushing pictures of Kardashian and Yeezys. That's theme of the week, whatever. And boom, you got a free advertising space right there from something that is just being a nuisance on the on the platform, basically.
0: Yeah, man. It's... <laughs> I don't know I guess like that's that's pretty much the gist of of the episode though. I would I would love to hear from everybody listening. Yeah. Like what's this do to Kanye's future in terms of like sales because mm-hmm. just in just pure numbers it looks like a huge uphill battle for him to have the kind of reach and influence that he has, you know, with the Kardashians behind him. And mm. uh, you know, taking a, away all of the like judgment and all the stupidity that normally comes with these conversations because there's so much hate on both sides. Yeah. Like I just think like, you know, I just don't see how 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 it all adds up for Kanye moving forward and just seeing like how emotional he is with dealing with things too. You could see that this is probably going to be a challenge for him to 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 process and he's going to need that time. Everybody would in this situation, not to mention having such a public life, but Uh, hopefully, you know, things turn out for the best and, and, you know, like we get the creativity because obviously I think he, he brings a huge value to footwear, to music, to mm -hmm. fashion, just to to, to creativity in the world, regardless of the ups and downs that he may go through. But um, yeah, I, I guess like, Kind of thinking of the the virgil comparison all that stuff do you think you know you said you think kanye is is probably still you know above virgil in terms of like
1: Mm -hmm.
0: overall popularity and and success do you think it's possible for virgil to catch kanye or to pass kanye in the future i don't know it's tough it's tough because i think uh... probably i'm thinking the same thing you're thinking For me, the music is what actually makes Kanye great.
1: That's where I was going to go with that, is he has another level. Like, yeah, the clothes and things. But when I think of Kanye, first thing I go to is is music. Shoes and fashion are secondary to me. And I think that might be a lot of people, honestly. I mean, maybe not the younger generation who... I mean, we haven't had a lot of Kanye music as of recent. I mean, last thing was what? uh, Life of Pablo, like the real album, Life of Pablo, five years ago. And think of this, kids who are... What fifteen now? Who are really getting to shoes? They were only ten when that came out. Maybe not heard it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So hey, it's it's tough. I want to say the music just as a, a on a level of just pure culture everywhere. You had he covered all bases, but it just depends. I guess who we're talking to.
0: Yeah, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how it all plays out. I mean, I'm kind of excited to to see hopefully the good stuff that comes from it, right? Because on a musical, in a musical sense, at least, I 100% believe that the best music comes from the pain and, and suffering that we all go through mm-hmm. in relationships and, and in life. So I'm actually excited about the future of Kanye's music more yeah. than I am about the sneakers and the stuff we've been talking about. Because, you know, I, like 808s and Heartbreak was my favorite, aside from the first album album. Yeah, yeah. 808's Heartbreak is my favorite album from Kanye. Mm -hmm. And, or, I mean, maybe, maybe, uh, what's the, what's the,
1: the beautiful dark twisted fantasy?
0: Yeah, beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Oh, that's
1: by far my favorite
0: Kanye album. Those are the two for me where I'm like, okay, it's him going through the mental struggles that, that, you know, Mm -hmm. and the creative output from it that I love about it. And hopefully, you know, not wishing pain on, and suffering on him, but, like, that's what comes from it when you deal with it, right? It's, like, the good is, like, dealing with it and processing it, creating the music that you yeah. ultimately inspire others with, so. It's, like,
1: process to music, not through Twitter, Kanye. That's all we're asking.
0: Yeah, yep, exactly, so. All right, well, let us know what you think. Um, as always, you can follow at Sneaker History on all mm-hmm. the platforms. As we said earlier, uh, definitely check out Patreon, patreon.com slash History. Or hit our links on Twitter. You can get straight into the Discord that way if you don't want to use uh, Patreon. But got a good little community going on, a lot Mm -hmm. of fun stuff in the works. And I think you would enjoy it if you're listening to this podcast. So uh, my name is Nick Ingval. You can follow me at Nick Ingval on all platforms. Mike, let them know how they can find you.
1: Yeah. Find me in the Patreon, or not the Patreon, but the Discord all day, every day. Uh, Find me Instagram and Twitter at MadWatcher789 and YouTube at Mike Guillory.
0: Right on well thanks for listening and and spending an hour of your time with us and we'll catch you on the next one peace see ya hey y'all nick ingvall here before you take off i want to thank you for listening to the sneaker history podcast it really means a lot that you would spend a portion of your week hanging with us and if there are any ways that we can improve the podcast for you please leave us a review on iTunes. If you're looking for more content from the Sneaker History crew, head over to patreon.com sneakerhistory and join us for as little as five bucks a month. That also gets you access to our Discord group, which is a lot of fun. Also, make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel. We just started uploading our videos there now, so you can watch the video version of the pod and a lot more. Last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. It's a small gesture that can go a really long way to making somebody's day a little bit better. Thanks again, and we'll catch you on the next one. Peace.